Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 80, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I am the shadow of the dark. The laughter you hear before you close your eyes. <laughs> Wait, sorry, shit, wrong show, wrong show. I'm person alias. <laughs> sorry, kind of, kind of got you know messed up. Extra gigs, so 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 many things to do. Oh my god! Welcome back. <laughs> look, look. Jazzy, you know I run in weird circles, okay? Sometimes you're minding your own business and then you get like pulled into an extra dimensional, you know, uh, po- pocket realm made of like the most intense pain and pleasure one has ever seen. And then a demon Cenobite thing that sounds awfully lot like Tim Curry, like just starts asking you questions. It happens. You rocked up into this channel. You turned on your camera, gold mask, perfectly executed the quote. I love you, sir. (laughs) I miss you. And I talk to you every day. (laughs) Oh my goodness. How are you? Oh, I am. I am like so hyped up on, uh, on on sugar and pizza that like you, you wouldn't believe yeah uh and like i i am just ready to come in here and like smash this like the hulk all right that's great i was gonna say i Fantastic. like your new hair color too oh thank you thank you very yes, good very green very great very indeed green. uh those keeping score at home funny is not feeling great so she may come on she may not come on but we're going to do the show and if she uh, isn't here, but is listening. We love you very much, and we hope you feel better soon. Bonnie, we miss you. We miss you. We love you. All right. Uh, we just got out of a Usual Bet live episode that literally recorded an hour before this show. So it's kind of like how we did um, at, at Capcom, where our there was an hour break oh between God. our two shows. Oh, my God. The parallels are there. Yeah, and we talked about that and how funny it is, and we're like, did we do this intentionally? It's like, no, it's a happy accident, but we're really happy it's working this way. <laughs> so uh, we're recording on Sunday, the night before Halloween. And uh, that is because uh, Halloween or Soen is a religious holiday for me and Gray. And I refuse to work on religious holidays. So, legit, legit. yeah, so we're doing it a day early. And yeah, it's heckin' spoopy time. I'm going to pass out so much candy and drink so much alcohol. It's going to be great. It, and it's a pagan holiday, so it's, there's alcohol, fire, and sex. Gotta love our liturgical calendar. <laughs> Hell yes. Hell yeah. So, Purse, welcome back. Yes. Well, actually, it, welcome to your first, quote, real episode. It counts. It counts. It counts. Yay. Is this your first real oh episode? I want to say so. Yeah. Like, did, or do we do we count the do we count when do we count the time when like I was piled into a hotel room and my mommy was smacking Kimmy's ass, uh, <laughs> and you were talking about the thread count on my sailor suit, or do we count about the or do we count about a couple months ago at Capcom uh, when you were so gracious to just you know let me have your stage for a couple minutes? Uh, 
And if we don't count, if we don't count those, then this is the first time for real. <laughs> the first scheduled quote unquote real standard episode. And I'm so happy to have you here. First uh, is moving up in the world. You sure are, from buddy. From cameo to guest star. From you cameo sh- to guest star. Let's do it. Guest host. Right. Oh, you know what? Oh, guest host. Oh. You know, how, that's, that's- you know why your roles are all fucked up? I didn't give you the guest host role. There you go. Oh, I know I how to discord. Say, I was going to say because I wasn't raised right. No. <laughs> all right. Uh, so before we get into chatting about uh, all sorts of fun stuff, and we do have lots of cool all stuff to talk about. Uh, we have tons of cool, tons of cool stuff. Uh, we have a Patreon to talk about, which uh, you just hyped up and got me a couple of patrons. So thank you for doing that. <laughs> I really oh, appreciate sweet. it. You got, you got some more patrons? I did. Thank you, friend. That- that's awesome. More people need to listen to you. Stop it. Stop. You can't show the show on the show. They're already here. <laughs> I can do what I want. Okay. <laughs> yes, comrade. <laughs> I'm the, the president of ADL. <laughs> you sure are. <laughs> In the $1 vanilla tier, which gets you a username shout out, we have Casa Danielle, Darlene Landel, Goss Cheeks, <laughs> Manic Pixie Panda, Nabby Red Star, and Ray Star. In the $5 Kingster cha- uh, tier, which gets you access to our photo channel, we have Baby Lexi, Chels, Kyra, Lindsay, Lux, Meerkat, Ragtime, Retro, Skywalker, Ranger, Starling Family, and Stitchlet. In the $10 tier, which gets you access to the video channel and uh, an extended shout out up to one sentence, we have Luna, Mayachu, uh, Neo Cryptid and Pandagoran in the $15 uh, uh, Sinner tier, which gets you some co-directorial input in um, in the things we do. Sorry, I'm watching the chat, so I'm getting distracted. You can hear it in real time. We have Kiffy and Kaneko, who writes, Bawoo! In the $20 Deviant tier, which gets your name written on my body for all the planned content that I do. Uh <clears throat> We have Ao who writes, the babies have nothing to lose, but they're locking mittens. They have a nursery to win. Littles unite. <laughs> Welcome back to the leftist podcast. <laughs> I'm going to get a nasty email about it. Uh, Brian who writes, drink water, pee pants, steady gray. Uh, who writes, daddy loves you very much. Precious. Juice box, spade, Jess. Cat who writes public service announcement, PS store in the balls. Definitely not. Uh, let's call me Joe, uh, which I see that you, <laughs> you for, forgot. So I'm going to do the, the rest of them and give you time to like panic, write <laughs> a shout out Lupin go, per- go, go, go. and person alias who writes back to functioning. <laughs> uh, Pope Felix <laughs> sluggy soup and summer who writes, remember we are the graduating members from the class of we made it oh and maya chu writes p is stored in the dips that is correct it looks like joe is typing right now i believe in you joe shout out feel better funny person alias i know you'll be a good substitute princess precious oh thank you joe yeah so with Patreon out of the way, dear W DJN, dear Jazzy News Network, let's go. Okay. Yes, it's Shock Here we are, back at it again with the news. 
uh, CapCon 2023 has been officially announced, and it has something. It's something that I've been holding on to, and I haven't been able to talk about for a little bit. But woo, Cap 23, let's go. Um, it is this just in jazzy capable of holding something. Yeah, I, shocker, right? <laughs> um, the dates are March 22nd through the 26th. Uh, so start your planning now. So just put the, the baseball hat emoji in the chat. That's clever. Uh, March oh, 22nd. It's a, it's a cap. Exactly. Uh, March 22nd through 26th. Uh, so start budgeting now. Ticket prices are 136 for the early bird. And then a estimated room price that you should be thinking about is 150 a night. That is not the final price. That's just like a good estimate. Um, and all discussion of Capcom in the Dear Jazzy Surfer should be contained to the appropriate channel. Uh, down at the bottom of all the regular channels in the kinky shit folder, we have Capcom at the very bottom. That is where Capcom discussion goes in case anyone, you know, we don't want anyone to feel like FOMO or left out or anything so let's all keep that there and everything just to like reduce people's exposure so they can choose to enter that channel or not choose to enter that channel that's sort of good stuff uh, obviously we're going to do a live event uh just like we did the past few years uh it's going to be a live crossover with the usual bit as always <clears throat> um i'm not sure if i can announce I, I see Juice is here. Can I announce your idea, or do you want me to hold on to that? Okay, we can. All right, Juice came up with a great idea for a panel. It's like a live art uh, panel and everything that's going to be hosted by me and Kimmy, and that is going to be wonderful. Oh, no. It's going oh, to be no. fantastic. Kimmy and I have fantastic energy with each other, as microphone as people microphone. you totally do as microphone people totally absolutely so it's going to we're going to have the yin and the yang of me and kimmy while juice and friends are drawing it's going to be a great panel uh and then everything else like all the all the other good stuff is going on there and you know whoop de do yippee kaye be there it's fun we do whoop de do yippee kaye <laughs> Uh, attend as you are able. It is fun. And then we'll have all the good stuff recorded and posted for those who can't be there. So you can join in on the fun. Uh, that's all well and good. Purse, the reason, one of the main reasons why we're having you on the show and yeah, the funny. other piece of news tonight is something that I haven't been able to talk about since July, 2021. And I've been like, mm, like, bursting at the seams to talk about this on the show and it's a secret that you me and four other people have kept literally for over a year and we can find and i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie you're probably you've probably been more disciplined about keeping it than i have <laughs> i don't know i i did get wicked high and drunk and like let it slip to one or two people i no judgment nope no okay. judgment is I'm going to let well, you take the reins, though, because this is your baby. Oh, oh dear. OK, cool. Um, I'm going to I'm going to try to promote it. Uh, going to try to promote and say the thing. It's cool. So um, for those of you who don't know me, uh, one, I am a writer and a storyteller, and I love making up 
crazy geeky adventures. If you read my stuff, it's like, if I do my job right, yeah, it's got awesome, you know, it's got awesome padding and, and squirmy stuff, but like, it's also got drama, comedy, and a lot of the ways and, and subjects and plot devices probably could go into like a fantasy novel or a, a sci-fi short story. And I'm also just a huge geek, love comics, uh, comics, wrestling, and uh, tabletop role-playing. That's the keyword there. And so over a year ago, uh, I decided to uh, do the impossible, and that was actually try to run a Dungeons & Dragons game. Right. Because, uh, oh my gosh, scheduling. And I, uh, I got some of the uh, funniest and most talented people uh, that I know and uh, we have been slowly but surely sitting around the digital table and playing an ABDL-themed 5th uh, Ed Dungeons & Dragons campaign uh, that I've been cooking up and building with them, playing off the nonsense that they throw at me every time. Uh, and it is, it is A, B, and D, Little Seekers Academy, and it is the, hopefully when it, by the time it's, it's done, it's going to be one of the most interesting and ridiculous things that uh, anyone who cares to tune in and watch the final edit uh, will ever see. And like, uh, who, who do we, who do we got on there? Let's see. There's uh, <clears throat> there's, there's you, of course, uh, there's Jasmine me. Starshine. I'm playing plays... Jasmine Starshine. <laughs> that gets me every time. That gets me every time. I'm also uh, the producer, the editor all that good stuff. Yeah. On more, in more ways than one couldn't do this without you. Oh, uh, you. And I don't, th I don't think I'd want to, uh, go make me cry. I, Shut the front door. I'm, no, I'm going to make you cry. Stop uh, it. <laughs> and she, she's not, she's not here right now, but, uh, we also have Fani at the table, uh, who has this ridiculous, just way to read people and quiet wit and surprise, uh, everyone out of nowhere mm -hmm. it's fan it's fantastic like uh spo spoilers fellow dms when when you were trying to uh have like a big clay golem monster attack your players don't add in the flavor that as they're getting lower on health points that like bits of of wire and chicken chicken bale are coming through their skin because then Fawny the Druid will cast Heat Metal, and you'll only have yourself to blame. Yep. We um, are really good at being crafty in this campaign. <laughs> I, yeah. So I'm an emotional sadist, and like Juice, Juice loves saying stuff like, you know, I cry, and then I want to find you and punch you in the arm. Juice, <laughs> you have been avenged. You have been avenged ten times fold. It's true. Uh, uh we we also have uh. What do you call it? Astral or uh, Ur Ursa Major Brat? Isn't that her Twitter handle? Yes, Ursa Major Brat, uh, otherwise known as Astral, is in our campaign. Uh, we also have Amy Foxlet and Darlene Mattel. Or, or the vessel that contains them. Or the vessel that contains them, who has their own podcast called uh, Lattle Prattle. And you should go listen to it. And hopefully, we're going to have uh, Darlene on the show and I'll be on their show really soon oh you better 
I better. Yeah, it's if you haven't listened to it, it's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on all the platforms. Oh boy, yet another podcast for you to listen to. Go check it out. Uh, I I'm a big fan already, and they only have like a couple of things out. Like it's good stuff. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. there it is, Kiffy coming in there hot. It is. Thank you, thank you, Kiffy. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and it's really really thoughtful reviews of literature, followed by like dramatic readings too. Uh, and like reads the maybe because it's a Cenobite, it's ironic, but like reads the hell out of that first chapter, too. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get a preview of what you're getting into. Uh, oh, shit. Thinking about A, B and D, though, like it's not just the six of us, though, because uh, a bunch of other people have been keeping quiet because like I, I right. kind of wanted like I kind of wanted like a, a custom type feel. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't want to be just like, you know, oh, here's a here's a kobold here's a kobold pretend it's a tiny baby version. I, uh, I went to like some of the, uh, best artists in the community, uh, in no particular order, like pink diapers, juice, uh, half bondage, pizza bagel, half bondage, funny uh, half bondage made some of my favorite NPCs. That mm-hmm. was a, that was, that was a good choice. Uh, uh, RS switched, um, uh, race star. Like, say what? Race star has a piece. Yep, yep. Uh, Raystar has a piece, a, a very particular piece. Very particular um, piece. Very particular. Um, and the really cool part is, thank you guys if you're hearing this, because some of y'all had minimal context, because I would just go to you and say like, hey, make me a Frankenstein monster made out of Winnie the Pooh parts. Literally. Uh, so if you're not convinced to listen yet, for those of you who are fans of Recess growing up, there is an NPC who is my favorite character, and I am her favorite character. Uh, who imagine a beholder had sex with Miss Finster, and now go listen to the show or watch it. Segway, you see how I did that? See how I did that? I did that. Segway, I did, I did see that. So this show is going to be released uh, as an audio form and also a fully edited and produced video form. Uh, We started this uh, project at the height of the pandemic during lockdowns. So obviously we couldn't do it in person. So this whole first season of the show, Little Seekers Academy being the first season was recorded over roll 20. So we're going to like put up some like dressings on like the stage as it were to make it like look good. Uh, And we're already like, we're nearing the end of production for the first season. Uh, and we're already thinking about season two where we're looking at, am I allowed to say this? Um, yeah, why not? Okay. Uh, if it's not just, you know, cut me off, (laughs) but, uh, we're already planning season two and we're hoping to do a in-person season, uh, like filmed, produced, uh, with like 3d printed miniatures and like, you know, we're, we're really putting like, it's the collection of all of our talents together as like, you know, a a group of ABDL content creators all throwing like our collective sticks on the bonfire. And it is a, in my opinion, it's one of the coolest projects that I've worked on for this community. If Uh, not the coolest. And like, uh, I, I guess another another way to look at it too is, uh, I got the I, I got the idea from this. If you're a, if uh, if you're a geek like me and you watch a lot of the let's plays like uh, Critical Role or more especially uh, Dimension Twenty, 
um, if you are a fan of if you are a fan of that, and also into ABDL, I am hoping I do my job and that we we hit that right sweet spot because it's 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 fantasy high, but instead of instead of uh, you know high schoolers, it's it's fantasy daycare where all the players are the children of the gods and monsters of a D and D multiverse. Indeed, and they are they are disgusting, hilarious, and adorable. Disgusting. Not always in that order. That's such a harsh word. Hey, how many question? How many faces has a uh, Jazzy sat on? Uh, one. Hmm. One. Mm. Two. And how many times? Two. Th- Two. No, three. Mm. Three. Three. And uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, how ha- how many times has a uh, Jazzy taken the action of uh, I lift my leg and pee my diaper? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> twice <laughs> that we know of twice like announced but you know <laughs> yeah if you, can, if you can announce it all the time do you really need the diapers i was going to say if we announce it all the time it stops being D and it becomes like a wish fulfillment fetish recording and D is a different wish fulfillment fetish recording it sure is i am one with violence <laughs> Uh, so for uh, reference, so I am the group tank. I play a fighter and it is a welcome change because I'm used to being either the DM or some kind of casting class. So it's great to just turn off my brain, hit things. And it's great. <laughs> it's really, also, really great. Also, you get into some serious headspace when you play jazzy sometimes. Well, sorry, you. you're always playing jazzy. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But I get into playing? character. Seriously, uh, do you mind if I give another another just like a spoiler? Like, yeah, you know, go for I, it. Clearly, we don't. You know, do we have a clip? Do we have a clip? Oh, oh, we don't have a clip. Have a clip. No clip. Okay. I just I just remembered you trying to play a super good girl uh, who didn't want to sneak away. Then I have the rogue NPC <laughs> just yeah. like snatch snatch away and like slide something of yours under the door. Oh, guess we got to go get it. Yeah. And then you, and, and then you just smack me upside the head and the NPC upside the head because like Jazzy's not used to social bullying, so yeah. she just runs over and hits him. Like <laughs> what? If I remember correctly, she fucking punts him hard. Did I yeah. like roll a crit or something? I feel like it was a, it was either a it I was either a really high. A it was either a nineteen or a twenty on the die, but you're a champion, so either one would have been a crit. Yeah, <laughs> still feel bad about that. By the way, just like why. <laughs> But oh, his, it was in character, so it was correct. Yeah, it it was in character. It was correct, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, Billy Baggins was kind of being a jerk. He really was. Uh, there is a whole cast of lovable characters, and all of them have art. You have commissioned a unbelievable amount of art for this project. Uh, I'm I am super super grateful uh, because uh, let, let me tell you uh, my voice acting abilities they're just okay <laughs> sometimes sometimes it really helps to have the uh, the pick in front mm. uh, to, the the pick in, the picture in front to get the idea of who's talking who's doing what uh, and like it just adds another it just adds another level and a level of fun and authenticity uh, with the fantastic art brought forward by by these ridiculous content creators who are going over after the sparsest notes that I can give them. They really are pretty sparse. <laughs> the um, 
I don't think there's enough. Well, I, I, can... don't, I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil. That's fair. I don't think there's enough I can say in terms of um, the the collective investment in terms of like time, emotion, effort. But, you know, I really just want to take a moment, you know, to really talk about specifically you and your financial investment in this project. Ooh. And it is like really, we don't, really... Gotta, we don't gotta talk about that. We don't gotta talk about that. I mean, we don't, but what I'm saying is it's like a very serious, like this is a thing. It's not just a thing like on a whim, like, Oh, let's do this for fun. This is like a, there was a lot of like effort and planning and love that went into oh. creating this show. And, and, and I think it's going to show in like the, the final product and like, I'll, I'll say it like I haven't even started editing and I'm already proud of it like, as a producer. Well, well, thank you, Jazzy. I'm like legit. I, I'm kind of I'm, I'm one of like a, a million writer guys out there uh, and I'm very proud of my writing. But I am legit hoping that, you know, this can become a, another way that I can help uh, show sides of my personality, show the versatility of storytelling and hopefully entertain people and make people laugh and smile. It's certainly brought that joy into my life. It really, really has. Oh, yeah. I think what's funny too, is like the amount of times I've had to cancel recording because of a thunderstorm three times. <laughs> the real, the, the real, the real problem with any D and D game is scheduling. Mm hmm. The scheduling is the real boss at the end of the dungeon. Yes, that's that's the one that's the one foe we cannot fully beat. It's true. Um, before we kind before of, we... Uh, oh, I just heard an echo. <laughs> before we switch gears into yeah. the normal content for the show, uh, people have yeah. uh, some questions uh, specifically for you in the oh, live no. questions channel. Oh no! I need the mask. I need the mask. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, this so this first one, uh, do you want me to read these off or do you want to do it? How you want to do this? Where, where's the, where's the live, live questions. Yep. Live questions and feedback. I think the channel is called, I'm a great discord admin. Okay. Question for the oh. charming host and purse. No, 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 no. We have to, I, I want to try to do the voice. I want to try to do the voice. Do you want to try to do the voice or do you want me to do the voice? <laughs> Mm, you got to do the voice last time. Okay, you got this. All right. I'm just a sweet transvestite. All right, close enough. <laughs> Question for the charming host in purse, if I'm allowed. <laughs> what is your ideal tabletop RPG experience? Or what is something you experience in TTRPG that you cannot experience elsewhere? Thank you, Tim Curry. For the question <laughs> and that is from Darlene Lashell <laughs> uh, or the best or the vessel uh, that that they channel their uh, dark message through Darlene um, Lattle using quite literally every pronoun option on the server yes um, okay ideal tabletop RPG experience that's a weird specific question. I, I like, it's almost like a, like date night, date night, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, sit down some D twenties. Um, 
I think uh, I think uh, I'll take the second half though is probably a better way because I think any any, any uh, tabletop experience, if you run it to the system in the parameters and the spirit in which it's played, uh, you can have a fantastic time. The reason why you have a fantastic time though is in in tabletop RPG, uh, you get to be uh, be a main character in a story that you are helping write with everyone at the table. And so you get both that feeling of, uh, you know, authorship and that, you know, you're making this, but at the same time, you're, you also have the agency of a single character in this universe you're creating. So there's both that detachment in, in terms of like cre creativity, but also the deeply personal investment because at the end of the day you really only know what your character is going to do and not the not the rest of not the rest of, of, of the universe and that's honestly it's 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 even better than video games because you can look up cheat codes for video games and spoilers and figure out what's going on but when it's just you and other human beings with some agreed rules it's pure improv and you're making up you're making up wonders right there on the spot anything you want to throw in there <clears throat> on the back half of the question i totally agree with you that's not something you can get anywhere else is um i don't care how open world the game says it is it will never be as open world as D. you can literally do anything and that's a really common like selling point for a lot of games these days is oh you can do anything play skyrim you can do anything no you can't you, you you legitimately can't. And can I go into Cereville? Nope. Nope. No, you cannot. Can you try to craft a uh, plunger pull, uh, a, a plunger shaft with a uh, Nern root? No. Yeah, I, I just pulled two items out of the ether and just like random ones. I didn't need to go for one shaft, but that's how it came out. Oh. Uh. But, you know, there's only so much freedom. Like, there's so many things that the developers didn't account for of, like, yeah, why would anyone, like, put X with Y? And, you know, it makes me think about the old uh, Leisure Suit Larry games for DOS and how there is basically an interaction for everything in the game. And I'm like, fuck, they put a lot of time into developing any possible combination. Like, that's incredible still not as open-ended as D&D. Like, it is anything that you can... Alexa remembers Leisure Suit Larry. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, it had some of the funniest DRM to keep, like, kids out because some of the questions are, like, who was the president in 1964? And, like, what kid in, like, the 80s and 90s is just going to, like, rattle that off off the top of their head? Or just, like, some really esoteric shit. It's so funny the um on the front half of that question though uh my ideal uh rpg experience specifically tabletop and i'm just going to go like fully like off the rails total wish fulfillment like do it do it, fever do it, do dream. it. i'm going to go like my prime gaming experience uh it's mood lighting first of all gotta have the mood Ooh. lighting gotta have correct mood lighting music in the background, like atmospheric music, right? And then a table with real humans 
who come at a good schedule consistently <laughs> a consistent play schedule with people who won't flake i.e me with my power if the power goes out you can still play DD. damn it uh a fully mapped out world with 3d printed models and painted painted models painted models there's a big difference between a 3d printed model and an actually painted model and i will die on that hill oh it looks like your mommy's in the chat hi mommy precious uh so like a game board with like actual printed up printed and painted like models representing the world and like like that printed out like paper on 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 the mat like to show like where you're going and everything and just like you know that really like prime experience and the more dnd as guy got as guy gax intended indeed yes what would guy gax do uh optionally people wearing like appropriate clothes and everything like just really leaning into the role play of it all and like um i don't know like your favorite dice set that like you know and like really personalized like things for your character and like really like and vibing it and everything and the more i talk the more and more i realize that <laughs> i'm literally just naming off things about a b and d season two <laughs> all right say save this record it put it put it in our put it in our uh put it project the, chat. yeah put it in the in our project discord server depth. yeah yeah <laughs> got it so those are like my things of like it's all very atmospheric and very immersive. Um, I'm big on like role play immersion in terms of like your actual like surroundings. Uh, it can be really Heck difficult yeah. to like go in character, go out of character, like mm -hmm. talking and everything, but you can control everything else. And, and again, this is like an idealist since I'm just like all my favorite things going around. But like, I remember like, you know, when I was in high school, I would sometimes like play Yu-Gi-Oh or magic, like candlelit with like atmospheric dungeon music in the background with my nerd friends. And it's like, man, I wonder why we didn't have many friends in high school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but it oh, was... <laughs> my heart, right. My heart, <laughs> my heart. But it's, oh, it's, no. it's that, that, that atmosphere that, you know, creating the magic around you, no pun intended treating it treating it like it's more than just a game of checkers treating it like it's theater exactly treating it like it's theater i saw someone describe it as you're not playing dnt you're recreating jumanji and i'm like yeah kind of you're not wrong you're not wrong yeah uh so that is my answer uh what's your ideal experience i mean crud um I did not mean you're to right. upstage you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Like your answer, your answer is, is, is better than mine and more thought out. Uh, oh gosh. Like, like I really, I, I really just want to, uh, I really just would love to just copy and paste pretty much everything you just said. Uh, because yes, absolutely. Making it theater, making, making it theater, making it acting. Uh, and the, 
So one thing I would tweak from your answer for me personally is I like DMing, but it'd be awesome to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, behind the DM behind the DM screen, I wouldn't want Brennan Lee Mulligan, but I'd want a picture of Brennan Lee Mulligan because you can't disappoint a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Disappoint a picture. <laughs> Can't disappoint a picture. I never want to meet the greatest DM I've ever seen in my life. Oh my uh, gods! <laughs> I'll settle for a picture because I can't. I'll never. I'll never let that picture down. Are you familiar with the genius, the space explorer, the polymath that is uh, Richard Garriott? No. Richard Garriott is the creator of the Ultima series, otherwise known as Lord oh, British. Oh, wait, Lord British. Lord yes, British. Lord yes. British. You know Lord British. There you go. Yeah, so I, okay. Oh, okay. Lord, you, you, you should have started with his real name. His real name is Lord British. Yeah, I should yeah. have. His proper yeah, name, Ultima. Lord British. Yeah, I, I, I binged an entire series on the on, on the Ultima, include, including uh, Ultima. Ultima Nine and what a trash fire it was! And are you talking about the Spoonie compilation with the betrayal meter? Betrayal, yeah. Betrayed uh, me. Betrayed me. Fuck you, EA. You ruined Ultima. <laughs> That's a great fucking video. Uh, if you have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, Ultima is a series of computer role playing games that started in 1979? Question mark with uh, a Calabeth. Uh, it was written in basic, for, which is a programming language for the Apple II, And it is remarkable because it's one of the first games to have a pseudo first person 3D perspective in a dungeon crawler. And Richard Garriott wrote it when he was like a teenager. And that uh, that that's like Ultima Zero as a way, but Ultima One, the first stage of darkness through Ultima Nine, and also Ultima Online, no big fucking deal, the longest running MMO in history, and also one of the most successful, are all like in this like world in which he as a self insert character, and the whole world of Sosaria is based on his home D and D campaign, and. It, what's really incredible is like you can tell that this world was created when he was like a kid and had like infinite imagination. Like the first game has no shortage of Darth Vader, TIE Fighters, the TARDIS, Lazors, <laughs> spelled exactly he, like that, but also not Swords and Sorcery. The final boss of Ultima 3 Exodus is literally a punch card computer mainframe. And just but don't forget, it's still medieval fantasy in which you have to buy a land speeder and a NASA rocket ship and visit the crumbling remains of the USSR. And, and it's like it's like this crazy acid trip full of imagination and excitement. Like that's my take for best DM personally. Oh yeah, what's a paladin? <laughs> if you watch, oh no, what's a paladin? Did, did, did mommy say that? Yeah, mommy said what's that. What's a paladin? Oh, I knew, I knew did, mommy said that. Did he die for nothing? Did Dupre die for nothing? Okay, okay, we're we're doing the thing we do. We're doing the thing we do. We don't have a Fani to rope us in. We have to. This is this is what gives us our runtime. This is what makes the show <laughs> quality. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, but we do need to move on. Uh, we've been talking about tabletop role-playing games for uh, since the show started, and I love that. Um, but uh, now we're going to arc into some questions about uh, writing stuff, which you are an expert at. Uh, this one comes from Kimmy, and I'm going to read it because it's addressed uh, specifically to you. Uh, from Kimmy, Ooh. pronouns she, her, person alias. What character from your stories do you hate the most? What character have you written that shocks you that people genuinely like? Ooh, that's that's a that's that's a hard one. All right, so Kimmy, if you're listening, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, I will not answer that question from uh, the first one. I will not answer which character from my stories do I hate the most or hate at all. Uh, and there's um, a very good reason. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do it out here, uh, at least. If you want to know, like, we'll talk in private. But uh, every single character in is somebody's favorite. And ergo, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. Nah, fuck it. Go for I, it. Break some hearts. No, I don't. I don't want to. Plus, <laughs> uh, plus, you know, a lot of my stories are commissions and I don't want to yuck commissioners. Oh, oh, but you made me shit on diaper brands and <laughs> hey, please don't make me lose sponsors. Do it. <laughs> Break hearts. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. It's just a matter if we have, if we admit it or not. I'm a hypocrite. Uh, absolutely. The smile um, you said that with is devilish. <laughs> I, I I can't see myself. Mm. It's a good smile. And, it's a good uh, smile. But please, oh, okay. uh, don't let like don't let me interrupt you anymore. Oh no, no you're fine interrupting me. Uh, what and what character have I written that shocks me that people genuinely like? That one's kind of weird too, because either they either uh they like either they like the character and like i was aiming for that or like i'll also get feedback from from people who are really nice and supportive but they're also super vague on their feedback so i'm like hey what 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 did you like about it everything that's uh, me sorry <laughs> uh i will i will say uh with the shocks uh the shocks that got though if i had to have a point of pride is uh a character by the name of fiona that i wrote in uh i wrote for a, a particular video game um called perpetual change and um basically by by uh people hate her at the beginning and by the end of it she's practically the the duo antagonist she she's practically the main character like big glow up and I am just like, it blew my mind that like it was that well received and that uh, there's there's fan art of this character that mm -hmm. people just made in part in no small part because like Piece of Soap uh, drew the character of Fiona and like, you know, brought her to life the rest of the way and like a plus Piece of Soap. Which, if you haven't uh, played Perpetual Change, you you really should. It's really good. It's fun. There are diapers in it. There are. I promise. Oh, Jesse. 
Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse writes, Purse hates this one long running story called Unfair, which I quite like. Wait, is that what it says? Yeah. That's not what I'm seeing. What are you seeing? How do you pronounce like the one right under Kimmy's question, right? Oh, I was looking in, in one of the live chats. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, person alias. How do you pronounce Mrs. Buff? Brolish? How about Clark? Oh, Jesse's taking me back to Capcom. So you're, if you're talking about Mrs. Bioff, Brolish, and Clark, uh, uh, then uh, I think I just answered your question there. Uh, for people not in on the terrible joke, um, so I I'm I'm writing this uh, and this will feed into to, to Brea's. How do I say how do I say their name? Brea. Brea. This is ironic. Uh, I made some characters and some of their names are phonetically challenging, um, and. I even myself waffle on it and uh it's in this it's in this story. Um so yes, Jesse, it's it's Mrs. It's Mrs. Boof, Brawlish, and yes, his name is Clark. Um, and those Mrs. Are, Beef. Uh that's that's kinda where I that's kinda where I got the idea, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh because it's a diaper dimension story. And I was like, well, what's a what's a name that makes me subconsciously think of like a very, very large giant person this is beth <laughs> yep and just you know i i bastardized the french word for beef and like switched vowels around <laughs> it's just i love the fucking trend with fiction in our community and naming people after food <laughs> i mean have you not watched anime i absolutely have but it's so funny <laughs> This episode, Dear Jazzy, is brought to you by Padding Power, the ABDL-themed trading card game from Zakiru. If you're looking to collect and play a great new card game while supporting creators in our community, please visit PaddingPowerTCG.com. You can also join the community Discord where you can connect with fellow players and get a game or two in. Plus, me and Fani both have signature cards. Again, PaddingPowerTCG.com. Okay, so... <sighs> What are the best and worst parts of writing a story in the diaper dimension? For those whoa, of you who whoa, are... whoa, 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 my skip? thunder. This next oh, question, so comes. it's OK. It's this question comes in for, uh, from Briah, who writes, Person I'm so alias. sorry, <laughs> You are all good. Person alias, what are some of the best and worst parts of writing a story in the diaper dimension? From Briah, pronounce they, them. OK, so. Um, for those of you not in the know, my current longest thing I have ever written, uh, ever, is this story called Unfair, and it is set in Princess Potty Pants's uh, diaper dimension setting slash. By this point, it's it's pretty much its own like loose genre, um, and uh, it's it was the first diaper dimension story that I've written, and after reading Unfair, uh. People see it and like, oh, cool. Then they ask me to write more other diaper dimension stories. Um, So I guess the best parts about the diaper dimension, what what drew me to it is. In this genre where you have uh, 
a, another world and another society where there are basically three types of people, uh, littles, in-betweeners, and Amazons, who are basically like exaggerated stand-in for littles, maybe switches, and bigs. Uh, and most diaper dimension stuff is focused on a little protagonist who ends up getting snatched up and force babied by a giant person, by an Amazon. And depending on where you go from there, it's either like a transformation story in the sense of like at the beginning, they're an adult. And then by the end, they're put in diapers and they're treated like a baby. And this is how it's going to be forever. The end. Um, or it can, or it can start media res and like how they're adapting uh, but it generally follows, it generally follows that pattern though of got a little, you've got an Amazon that wants to baby them. Let's find out who wins. It's probably going to be the Amazon. Uh, and like Kimmy did an excellent, uh, dissection of like why there's so much, uh, non-consent in fiction last week. So like go back, give that a listen, uh, said it better than I could have myself. That was a really um, good episode. It was a very good episode. Um, the, the best parts of writing the diaper dimension stories are one, it's a formula. It's got its own, it's got its own fans it's, that are aware and can be drawn in. So like right there, that cuts a lot of storytelling weight. It's like, it's like writing Spider-Man. If everybody has an idea who Spider-Man is, so you don't have to go back in and explain, well, this is a world where there are superheroes and like, it's, it is, it is a, societally acceptable to put on tights and a mask and go do vigilantism. Like, you know, it's superheroes, you know, it's Spider-Man. You've got an idea. Even if you, even if you're starting at the origin story, there's so much you don't have to explain because diaper dimension. Um, but also it, uh, when I write, I try to do, I try to, uh, put and think of scenarios that, uh, make me feel little and like go back and put me in headspace. And there are two big things about diaper dimension in particular that just put me in the headspace like nobody's business. And I hope I give that to people. The first part is the obvious inherent physical differences in the people. You've got a little, you've got a literally big, um, and it's like, it is possible for a real life chrono child uh, it's it's likely it happens all the time. You know, they grow up and they turn into an adult. But in a scenario where uh, you are a normal sized person, full grown adult, and you're surrounded by giants that think that think of you as a baby. No matter how much time you wait, no matter how many vegetables you eat, no matter what, there is no way you are going to age into being a giant. There is no way you're going to grow up into a giant. So as soon as you get put into that regression system, uh, you as a reader self-insert no longer have to think about that possibility of growing up. You, you, you've grown up. This is as big as you're going to get. Yes. Is that a hand raise? Yes. And while we're on that topic, I was going to ask if I could like throw in something onto that part. Absolutely. I love Absolutely. Love, love, love fiction where there is uh, specifically kink fiction 
where there mm-hmm. is like lore and justification for why the world is right like i'm big mm-hmm. into abo omegaverse which mm-hmm. uh which is basically kind of kind of like the diaperverse where uh there's like social classifications uh like an alpha a beta or an omega is traditionally mm-hmm. you know that's what abo stands for but you know a lot of the classifications have like different names different categories as per the writer for the individual story love classifications love that sort of like thing not a hierarchy per se but just like this person is categorized as a pet this person's categorized as a caregiver these people are categorized as littles insert plot and like i love that shit it is like because it's like there's something there's a world you can sink your teeth into purse i sent you my notes uh basically my whole story notebook for a thing i've been loosely working off and on for past couple years like this uh this like story uh world thing i know what you're talking about Yeah. yeah it's it's a science fiction piece uh like near future kind of like half dystopian half uh utopian it's inspired by red mars uh the classic commie uh sci-fi literature uh i love red mars go read it um but it's in this world where uh the where children conveniently don't exist and that is just like Mm -hmm. full transparency breaking the fourth wall the author says kids don't exist and that is the justification deal with it and then the rest of the world everyone exists in some sort of role and you wear all the people wear these like wristbands and it's like an oled display all the way around the perfect like non-ending circle there's no seam on the screen it's just like all the way around it shows like a different color different design for like oh you're a little this color means you're gender fluid this color means you're male presenting and identifying like all these things and then you know the characters interact with each other and then in in my story in my universe the littles are are quote unquote made through basically hrt like there's a med you can take that is like physical regression therapy and that sort of thing so that's like my personal justification so part of the reason why i really love the diaperverse as a concept is it implies that there is a world and there are reasons why things are the way they are. And it's like, it, it seems fairly open source. Like people can like throw a lot of their own ideas into it. And it's just oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. It's like, mm, so, mm, so good. So good. Wow. I was so excited. I echoed and peaked. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> nice. Nice. So yeah, nice. uh, passing um, the talking stick back. That's something that I feel. Yeah, there, there you go, buddy. <laughs> I'm getting better at this. There you go. Um, and also with the, with the best parts about writing it. Um, so yeah, there it's extremely validating uh, of the idea of just like, this is who you are essentially. And like, as, as littles uh, myself, and I'm sure a lot of other people kind of struggle with the idea of being valid. So when you've got, you know, literally your height determines who you are. Uh, and just the idea of like all this physical proof, that's pretty cool. And the other thing I really like about the diaper dimension where as a setting that most other places and other settings don't is that um, 
it's the babyfying of main characters and littles and protagonists and stuff. This this system is open, like it's not a secret thing. It's it's you could be taken up, adopted, put in a diaper, dressed up in a cute outfit, and then shoved into a stroller and then taken for a walk in the park. And no one is going to blink twice about it. And that's really cool because like uh, when I started reading ABDL fiction, a lot of it, uh, a lot of the non-con stuff, a lot of the stuff in general was either two things. It either was some kind of some kind of magic involved where like, you know, magic makes people see you this way or shrinks you down and stuff. Um, or there was some kind of secrecy where like, yeah, you're treated like a baby, but it's in, you know, it's, you got kidnapped and taken to like the secret far away mansion and stuff. And like to undo it, to undo it, uh, you have to either break the spell or get out. And, but there's also that kind of cognitive dissonance as a reader, because in the sense as a reader, so many of us want to picture ourselves as baby. That's why even with the non-con stuff, you get we get comments and feedback and we say it to ourselves of, oh, I wish that were me. God, I but, wish that was me. Oh, Mufasa. <laughs> um, but in a system where it is not only acceptable, but normal to baby someone, all of a sudden, it's not like it's based off of a lie or based off of someone not in their right mind via magic or that, like, if you saw literally anyone outside of your scenario, they would that that the scenario would stop. And so, like, that adds an extra layer of oomph and in a weird way, backwards validation for the worst parts. um the worst parts is I wrote this, I started writing unfair and kind of modifying it uh, based on my personal tastes. And I mean this with all the love in my heart, critiques of, of other fantastic writers. Um, for example, oftentimes it is uh, flimsy. Sorry. Uh, oftentimes the reason that a little will get like snatched up and babied is given like the the flimsiest possible excuse uh like excuse me will you help me look for my baby uh actually i'm kind of busy doing my own thing oh you're so rude uh you need to be you need to be taught better let me re-raise you and that's fine you can definitely get like some some alice in wonderland vibes of like the rules don't make sense but like the terminology is just like littles are so immature or they can't handle being grown-ups and in my brain, the diaper dimension, as much as there's a lot of uh, CNC and reader self-insert, it's also kind of kind of a dystopia, which I love. Everything is a dystopia. Um, and like when you're talking about like the bands and the rules, in a lot of cases that that hasn't been there until relatively recently. Uh, something I'm proud of is when I started writing Unfair, I started going, well, no, if, if there was actually going to be like systemic regression of a targeted people, uh, there would probably be more than just they can't handle being grown-ups. There would be like some, some fake reason. And so like I invented a, I invented a, a term called maturosis. 
And according to the main character, it's pseudoscience BS and it's justification. The symptoms of maturosis are still whatever the Amazon requires to win their argument that you're a baby. But by adding in some of those extra layers, uh, I think it helps suspend disbelief. And also same thing is uh, a lot of times in, in diaper dimension, it doesn't give enough love to the Amazons. Uh, a lot of times, a lot of times the bigs are kind of treated, treated like props. They're all, they're all the same. They're, 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 they're mommy doms there to, there to pick you up, spank you, force you to do stuff. And they don't act. They very rarely act like people would. And it's like, oh, you think this person is baby, but are you really treating them like baby? And are you acting like what even a person who considered themselves sensible would? So short version, sorry for the ramble, is, you know, the best parts are like the formats, the ability to, to and the validation that just comes from, from the setting. Uh, the, the bad parts, the bad parts are, uh, some of it can, some of it risks becoming kind of cartoony and hurting suspension of disbelief. It's a trap, it's a trap that you can fall into. And I recommend don't. <laughs> Also, Be aware the of your people tropes. want more rambling. I yeah, in the live chat, I don't see that. yeah, they they want more rambling. And also, this show's format is very well equipped and encourages rambling. Look, look Jazzy, this is the longest I've talked to about talked about myself and stuff. Like normally, it's this. Yeah, uh, that, this is how I communicate my voice. What I'm not used to hearing this thing. I know it's just like when I started the show it's just like oh god I was talking a long time my throat hurts oh I don't know how you do it yeah practice <laughs> also destroying my throat by being in a screamo band really helps that would definitely help definitely definitely uh I'm going to I'm going to keep moving along if that's cool with you absolutely Great. Absolutely. Uh, Kyra pronouns she fay uh, asks, where would you suggest someone who hasn't read your stories before start? And that means like both in which story and where on what website should they read it? Okay, fantastic. Um, where would where would they start? Um, I would probably recommend um, I would probably recommend if you had wanted to get a decent feel for my stuff. Um, the thing that everyone talks about is the very first ABDL story that I ever wrote, uh, called Dante's Infanzia. And, uh, while, while, uh, and, and I love it. And as a writer, I'm also kind of an inventor in the sense of like the thing I'm most excited about is the thing I'm working on right now. Uh, but at the same time, Dante has serious staying power. And it's one of those things where like, if you read it and you like it, there's a chance that you're going to like just about everything else that I write. Um, simple, simple as that. And I've improved a lot because it's a 10 year old story now. Um, but you can see the basics and the fundamentals of what I'm about as a storyteller and as a writer. Uh, for where? Um, oh, Jeebus. Um, like AR Archive? AR archive is one AR archive is one place. Uh, I also have a, a FetLife 
uh, account and an attached like uh, story forum type deal where I literally just post every single public story that I have on there and I make and I link the chapters together and the first chapter of every story or if it's a one shot uh, is just a sticky that's actually like the easy that's become the easiest to curate i've got a deviant art deviantart.com slash person alias um not patreon. Lie, i've got patreon um in all fairness i would not recommend uh you subscribing to my patreon if you've never read me because i don't want any everyone should subscribe to person alias's patreon if they have or have not read him <laughs> I love you, Jesse. I love you, Jesse. I love you too, dude. Um, just, you know, just because if you're, I am a full, I am a full time writer, uh, which means Patreon is how I make my money. Um, I don't have a quote unquote real job. It's just that if you're going to be kind enough to support me and throw me uh, five bucks a month, I'd rather you know what you're in for, so that there's not a buyer's remorse. Um. And, you know, worst case scenario, follow me on follow me on Twitter at personalius84 and like DM me and tell me what you're into. And like I could probably curate something for you, like because uh, some people some people do uh, are like, I just want something short and sweet. Summer's like, I want diaper girls and only diaper girls. Summer's like, can, do you have do you have like one with diaper boys and diaper girls or mommy daddy dynamics or or daddy baby boy dynamics and stuff? And I have at least dipped my toe once into most things in terms of like, uh, in terms of like protagonist or uh, pairing off in terms of dynamics. I hope that answered the question. I think so. Yeah. Yay. Hey. All right. Uh, looking in this channel, there's just one more for you before yep. we have a couple of uh, general questions in the show notes. Heck yeah. This comes from Laura, pronouns she, her, person alias. Who is your favorite ABDL author, uh, not counting yourself? Oh, okay. This question I like. I, I liked all the other questions, but like, I I got this one. I got this one. Um, first off, uh, first off, a honorable mention to uh, Jimmy Wooster, who is like ABDL baby fur. Mm -hmm. uh he does he does a lot of things that aren't like what i write because they tend to be very sweet and consensual and even when they're not consensual they're like silly um and it's it's like a refreshing palate cleanser like a like, like it's it's the abdl reading equivalent of like having a cup of coffee and a nice slice of pumpkin pie that's the best um, way to put his work absolutely thank you uh but uh, in terms of in, in terms of other one, uh, in, in, in terms of a current favorite ABDL author where I'm geeking out about their work every week, um, it is it is uh, I'm going to call them uh, Mia Moore. Um, they they might go by another name. They might uh, or two. They, they might, in fact, be two people uh, writing under a pseudonym. But uh, they might be three yeah, kids they, in a trench coat. They might be. They might be topsy, middlesy, and bottomsy. Uh, <laughs> that joke is going to age very well, actually. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. yeah, it will. Um, but 
Mia Moore is writing this thing that I would recommend to everyone uh, called uh, The Academy Works. And I could geek out about that all night. It's literally something that, like, if you show any interest in it, uh, like, if if I ask you, hey, have you read, like, the Academy series and you don't want me to talk about it, you should say yes. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's neat. Uh, the way, the best way to explain my emotions with uh, with, with this Mia Moore character is uh, someone asked me to, to read this story called uh, Academy I, and then it leads to Academy B, and, and, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. And, like, it, it reads like something that I would write or want to write, and, but I didn't, and I didn't have anything to do with its creation whatsoever at any stage. And so I read it and I'm like, I'm geeking out about it. It's like, it's like a magician seeing another really cool magician trick. And then because of my ADHD brain, uh, also it becomes highly, highly competitive at times. So I read this and I, I read this and I'm both in love with it and I'm, but then there's also a, a part of my voice in my brain that's just like, I must destroy this beautiful thing. Like I'm, and I, and I go to this Mia more and I tell them, they know this. And I'm like, I love you. I love you. And I hate you. Like I, I am going, I swear, I swear on the soul of my father that you shall reach the top of the mountain alive because then I need to duel them one-handed, left-handed and just like shout their name like I'm a rival in a shonen anime. Uh, and it just like, it, it, it is the fit most fantastic thing that I have read that I had nothing to do with the writing of. And it is both frustrating and inspiring, especially because I'm like, oh, I didn't think of that. And then my competitor brain is like, shit, now I can't use it either because that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> I can't even take notes on this. <laughs> uh, I did have one more question. This is coming like from from me. This isn't in any of the chats. This is from oh, oh, okay. this is from Jazzy. Welcome back to From Jazzy episode one. Oh, good format. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Switching the format from Jazzy pronouns they them she her. Uh, dear person alias, have you read? And if so, what do you think of the story? Into the Dark by author Jasmine Starshine. Sincerely, Jasmine Starshine. Wait, Into the Dark? Uh, Yes, I will link it in both of the live chats. This is my first real earnest attempt at ABDL fiction. Uh, Oh my god, yeah, uh, I've, I've, is it only on Archive of Our Own? Uh, It's currently on Archive of Our Own and a soon to be announced platform that only certain people have beta access hmm. to wink nudge i know the one yep i know one. the one that one i know the one yeah people uh, people seem to dig it uh uh i've been told that it is good but as a person who is a literal full-time professional writer i wanted to selfishly ask your take i uh i'm, I'm gonna be real with you jazzy i didn't i didn't know that uh 
that you'd written this. Uh, really? Like I, I, I didn't know this. I didn't know this existed yet. So like I, huh. have, I haven't, I haven't had the pleasure of, of reading it or even like this. This is a this is a surprise for me. But I would love to read it. Surprise. Um, like no, I, I I would I love reading friends uh, fiction and like immersing myself in their imaginations. Thank you so much. Like, uh, and like without without uh, giving away spoilers or, or or anything like breaking any kind of trust. I have read other things you've written mm-hmm. and like, so like I know that uh, you are a very good writer oh. and that you have a, dis- and you have a distinct and you have a distinct voice and vision. Heck. Uh, so like, honestly, th- this is, this is terrible of me to answer the question. Uh, but like, I, you, you just, you just gave me a present, my friend. Thank you. I, I, I'm, thank you. Thank you for, thank you for giving me my first copy of your, of, of, of something you wrote in this niche. Thank you so much. I'm moved. I'm looking forward to reading it. I am, I'm really moved. I really appreciate that. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, it's a quick read. It's only 13,000 words. Not too long. Uh, I believe there's, eight chapters uh seven or eight chapters i haven't up updated it in a little bit just because i haven't decided where i want to take the story or if i want to continue it uh oh no oh no you're a gardener i mm, i haven't decided i can't i'm an artist i can never call something done but it it wraps up in a nice perfect little manner but you know maybe i'll do something i don't know the premise is Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, it's okay. Premise. uh, Everyone knows how much of an emo kid I am. That Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. something that's actually like fairly integral to like my human identity. It's like I am an emo kid. That is like a subculture that I really swear allegiance to. Uh, So the summary reads The year is 2009. You're listening to an MP3 player. Or sorry, you're listening to an MP3 of your favorite brand on your NV cell phone. Little do you know that the band's bassist has a secret. Q <laughs> intro. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Bryce's wake me up inside. But yeah, uh, it's written in the mid 2000s. It's just this like beautiful romp through emo culture inspired by my time in a band and everything. And uh, funny enough, this was... Uh, I was inspired to write this when I first started, uh, when I first like met the starlings and everything. And I actually wrote a chapter of this, uh, when I was staying with them for a week. So they're a big, uh, inspiration into this. Heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, but enough. I shouldn't shouldn't read this right now. I shouldn't. (laughs) I can see you chomping at the bed. So let's keep the ball rolling and get you into reading mode faster. All right. Uh, going into the uh, regularly scheduled content, uh, let's see if we can get through slides four, five, and six, and then we can see how we yeah. feel after that. Okay. Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, this uh, this email uh, is not a question, but it comes in from Katie, who's written into the show the past couple episodes. Dear Jazzy, it's Katie again. I just want to thank you for your advice. And could you please read this on the next episode of Dear Jazzy? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I can. (laughs) I sure can.
This episode of Dear Jazzy is brought to you by AB Universe, the world's leading provider of ABDL and Incon products. If you want to support the show while restocking your petting stash, check out at oddswithgod.com slash sponsors or the sponsors channel in our Discord for 10% off your order of 50 or more. And this next question is from our pal and confidant and comrade Juicebox, pronouns he, him. Dear Smooth Jazz and Fawn Service, parentheses and person alias, uh, what do you personally wish there's more of in the ABDL community? Uh, variety type uh, events, types of people, openness to specific aspects, etc. What do you think needs slash deserves more attention or has been neglected? I'm going to give you the co- the topic. <laughs> talking stick. There we go. Don't Enun- swallow the talking stick. Don't swallow the talking stick. I just enunciated like my grandmother with that one. Talking stick. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. So what do I personally wish? Um, probably, probably if I, if I, uh, what would be really, really nice if there was more in the ABDL community is not quite events but spaces like Mm, mm -hmm. uh like permanent spaces yeah like permanent spaces like because like there's there's so many like in my state off the top of my head and i'm a home buddy i can think of the names of like at least three different kind of you know like bdsm dungeons uh and it'd be really cool if there was like you know a space if there were more spaces that were like ABDL little centric and just kind of just, uh, I lost my train of thought ADHD. Oh, okay. Different way to phrase it. I love, I love uh, big events like Capcom. Uh, my mommy said that like, uh, my mommy said that like she loved us going to Capcom because she felt like that's where she got to see me at my truest self. Mm hmm. Um, and because, you know, it's, it's, it's an amazing space where, you know, little, littles can be little and, you know, the environment is kind of crafted around them. It would just be really nice if there was more of that on a micro local level Mm -hmm. to where like, you know, if there were spaces that maybe not as grand as, you know, the big con scene, but just like, oh yeah, there's a you know, you go, you go to your local, you go to your local dungeon. Oh yeah. That room, that's got the St. Andrew's cross and the spanking bench. And there's an area for wax play. And oh yeah, over there, there's the little room, mm-hmm. uh, you know, go hang out and go hang out on the cribs. Just make sure you clean up the toys when you're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that would be super cool. Uh, if that was more common around the entire country of just like out and open, out and open ABDL little age play practices that were like part of a part of any given business model. That'd be neat. I am so happy that AO said ABDL third spaces because that is exactly where I was going to fucking go with this. And I actually just had a conversation with Gray in the car earlier today about third spaces. Uh, Are you familiar with the concept of the third space? I'm about to be. So the third space 
uh, is a space that ex that uh, exists outside of the space of work in the space of home. So a third space traditionally okay. is a social club, a church, the local bar where people go when they're not at home, but they're not working. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, and I've never heard it called that, but I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's it's a really like profound concept and I love the name of it. And it's something that we've seen uh, eroding uh, first with, you know, the advent of the modern Internet and then with, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the covid lockdowns really put a kibosh on third spaces and how a lot of uh, public attention and spending and effort isn't being put into those third spaces and how the ones that do exist generally expect you to spend money. And like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of like really good conversation and like social engineering and social planning, uh, urban development majors love this concept. Uh, mm -hmm. I love this concept. Uh, but you know, not getting into the nitty gritty of, you know, uh, you know, sociology, uh, even though we do, we are known to dive deep on this show. Um, the idea of an ABDL third space of like, you're done with work, but you don't want to be at home. You want to be out. You're stir crazy. You want to extrovert. You want to socialize. Having the idea of like, if it, as long as, you know, the local market supports it enough to like justify having a business for it. I ju I'm just imagining like how great it would be if there was, for instance, like an ABDL themed speakeasy where obviously <laughs> exactly where it, it's speakeasy in the regard where it's just like, you know, it's, it's hard to be an ABDL openly in our world because yeah. the, especially yeah. in America, because ABDLs are currently in the crosshair of the Republicans and you know, don't oh, get me boy. fucking started with that shit. But you know, some sort of like, you know, secretive enough to be protected, but open enough to get a customer base and having that be like, Oh, the, instead of the local bar, it, it's the local bar. But in addition to alcohol, they also serve like themed drinks in sippy cups and like mm -hmm. they have cribs and they have toys and things. And like having that, uh, having that space, uh, and maybe instead of like coming in and they expect you to like buy food, buy drinks, it's just like, oh, here's your membership pass. Come in and enjoy the club. And it's like a social. I feel club. like that that'd be the that would probably be the most likely way something like that would get done. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I think about how makerspaces, uh, they especially nonprofit makerspaces, they make money uh, th primarily through memberships and donations. And since ABDL and baby fur and furry in terms of a Venn diagram is basically one convergent circle. You know, the meme of the suspiciously wealthy it furries. Yep. Yep. There you go. There's a big source of grant funding. Get, it. get, get on it. Exact. Get on it. So I agree. I would love to see third spaces in ABDL. Uh, but more than anything, I think what our scene needs is more active participants and because we we are an incredibly large community with a ton of like like social power behind it just in terms of like raw numbers and also like 
collectively like our ability to like make things happen. Um, but there's a lot of people who are in this community sometimes through no fault of their own. Like there was no requirement to like participate, but you know, a lot of people are kind of like ghosts. Like they're in the scene through like Twitter user at anonymous user four, six, two, five, seven, Oh one. And it's just like, you know, like I'm just here to lurk. Like I don't feel comfortable, you know, communicating and being in the space. I just want to sit here and like consume the media, like be here in the room. They, they, they exist, but only on Twitter, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Or like only on FetLife okay, okay. or, yeah. So basically, yeah. um, and that's totally acceptable or like if they, you know, come out of their shell, it's only at like specific events under a pseudonym mm-hmm. wearing like a masquerade mask. I and, feel attacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, Alexi says uh, if she can find the funding, that's something that she'd want to do. Uh, talking about the third space. But, yes. But talking about like, you know, I would love to see people uh, like a lot more active people in the scene because we already have a fairly large scene and it's developed to to the point where over decades we have community figures we have community companies we have community events like we have our own microcosm ecosystem of a little tiny micro society micro subculture like a little petri dish of a community where if all of us live together you know it's just like oh these are the people of such and such local township community like there's you know there's enough like there (laughs) Jazzy Land says, Brian, uh, that's called Jazzistan. Excuse you. (laughs) The proper name is Jazzistan. Uh, Anyways, but, you know, we have like such like a cool, diverse community of people with skill sets and abilities and interests, you know, that we can be a little Petri dish of a community. And so the idea of like growing the community from a Petri dish to like, oh no, it's a viral outbreak. Oh no. Like size of like, if people pause, pause. Did I do it right? Cause did I do the, the pause thing? Right. And no. did I say a euphemism? I don't know. Just like, do you, do you feel, do you feel like maybe talking about a virus outbreak? Oh just, shit. <laughs> It's a little too on the nose, baby. <laughs> a little too on the nose. Oops, that sucks. A bunch of little need to get together as a society and then just spread like a virus. No, God, no. Okay, different allegory, <laughs> different metaphor. But if, um, you know, if if a lot of the people who are just here you know, if they created a persona and a presence for themselves and started like making friends and entering into social circles and like, you know, putting into the community, they'll realize that you get out of a deal a lot of like what you put into it. And like, I also totally respect like, you know, people who don't want to, and that's totally okay. But like the, the idea that uh, people in this community can, can and should like, you know, participate as they're able to, and as they want to, to really feel that sense of home. It's something that's really powerful and really beautiful. And I think that's something I want to see more of. Yes. Talking stick, personalias. 
Uh, so I just saw in the comments, like there's definitely something to uh, Kiffy said, you know, there's something to putting yourself out there and being a face. It's scary. It Absolutely is. can confirm. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, there is a, there is a reason why I took the name person alias. It was literally a joke of like, I thought it was really clever because I was going to be just above a lurker forever and not actually meet anyone. Uh, and like, just be a face behind it, just be a, a, an avatar on a screen and stuff. Uh, but I, I'm also going to redouble what you said. Uh, now that I've started coming out of my shell uh, and like, you know, done this full time and like showed people my face and like started talking to people, uh, my, my, my quality of, of life in this, in this scene has, quadrupled quintupled uh hundred hundred times powered like it, it's the rewards have way way out uh weighed the risk in my experience so far mm -hmm. sorry just wanted to add some testimony to, to to what you were talking about no need to apologize it was perfectly timed and it's a great like little cap to the topic Ooh, indeed so do we want to do next question? Uh, yes, please. Uh, do you want to read this one? Uh, yes. Go for it. Um, probably a good thing I'm reading this. Uh, this is from Princess Jill, 24, uh, pronouns she, her. And it's, Dear Jazzy is, quote, after breakfast drink lemonade, unquote, the greatest secret handshake ever made. I coined it. The greatest secret handshake ever made for our community is was uh, coined by the usual bit very early on in one of their like <laughs> single digit episodes. And that's I have one just like it. I will die on that hill. I have used it in real life to multiple people. And I've always gotten the reaction like to, for those not uh, watching the the live uh, the live recording or my camera. It, I did do the the bro nod, the kind of like the. The upward quick little nod, the little the the wink of a nod, basically, as it were. Like I've I I really, really love I have one just like it. Just like it. Oh and, man. Oh yeah. Cause if you know, you yeah, know. That's great. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm hmm That's way that's way better than my method. What's that? Hey, do you wear diapers too? <laughs> and then just and then just and then just pulling the Jurassic Park, uh, the Jurassic Park beam. See, see, no, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this guy wears diapers. Oh, see, oh my God, cares. the lamps. Mo mommy just, mommy just reminded me of the lamps. Lamps. The lamps. Tell me. Okay, so this technically isn't my story, but okay. I'm going to tell it anyway. Go for it. Go for it. Um, so, um, I have a friend and. They move into uh, they move into their apartment complex with their husband, and it they're just barely start, uh, moved in, like just got all the boxes, and then an order from ABU comes in, and it's at the front office. Oh boy, uh, and then and my friend goes, picks up the box, and is just walking back to his his new apartment, uh, and then he meets one of his new neighbors. Mm-hmm. Now, what he doesn't know, what he doesn't know is that 
his new neighbor is also ABDL. Ah. And has already talked with and has already talked with his husband who filled the beans. Like, oh yeah, you know, we're 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 ABDL and stuff. But my friend does not know this, so it's a classic sitcom thing. Yeah. And so what happens is new neighbor looks at the box and goes, Hey, what you got there? And my friend mind blanks and he's just like, the lamps? <laughs> <laughs> lamps. Lamps. And then new neighbor leans over, looks at the box, doesn't get it. Because as far as he knows, my friend, my, my friend is up to speed. And so like he looks over, sees like the, you know, like the Strom Holdings thing. And he's just like, I didn't know they made lamps now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I submit I'm laughing because lamps. lamps, lamps, lamps is a handshake. Oh, what are you wearing there? You got some lamps in those pants, lamps and pants. <laughs> oh man, there we go. <laughs> I, I I'm laughing so hysterically because Gray and I we have a, you know how couples will have memes and inside jokes. We have one that's just lamp, and it's I can't describe it because it would take like 15 minutes of context to get there but it's just like you know what i mean it's so whenever we see the word lamp especially in all caps we just fucking die we lose it oh and for the record people disintegrating i don't actually i don't actually approach other people that i think are abdls and like yell that yell asking them do they wear diapers too that that was but why not, not pussy do it <laughs> i i like having friends yeah that's fair <laughs> what are those <laughs> uh how are you feeling to do slide number seven as like our last question yeah i'm down for that all right uh do you want to read this one uh okay here we go oh it's skywalker ranch the uh, one and only dear jazzy jingles and fawny fabrics tonight the part of fawny fabrics tonight the part of fawny fabrics will be played by person alias Uh, (laughs) what abdl or other kink-based small business would you like to see popular examples include adult preschool pet play groomers etc my personal wish would be the fat thick favorite ABDL gated community with each house coming with a free stroller. Ooh, I want to, I want to pass the talking stick to you because I think you're a little better on your feet than me. And like, I, I'm, I'm going to come up with something baller like seconds after I'm done talking. By far my number one. And I've been saying this as something I've wanted for years. I want a full immersion med play ward. (laughs) <laughs> the look you just gave me you physically recoiled you trick you fool you triggered my medical phobia <laughs> exactly and everyone knows how much of a slut i am for med play it's so good i love it so much and i remember uh you know when you had some some stuff nondescript stuff uh we were talking about it and i just remember you saying like you know your enthusiasm for 
medical world, everything, you know, helps. And it was like, that meant a lot to me. It, it, it does. It does. I'm, I'm, I am less afraid of operations after talking to you and other people who, who have that because it doesn't seem as scary in the moment when mm-hmm. talking to you. So like, I'm, I'm legit grateful. I am so sorry I interrupted though, because I'm sure there was more to it than just saying medical play <laughs> and then laughing and then laughing as I, as I unconsciously revulsed like someone said Mufasa. honestly your recoil was so fucking funny you like literally with both of your legs launched back from your desk <laughs> it was so funny so i didn't mean to no 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 it was really good it was really good <laughs> um so the the whole idea that i have is like you can check in and go through intake big air quotes and you can, you know, in your quote, quote, intake, your uh, pretend nurse slash pretend doctor slash pretend caregiver, um, you basically tell them what symptoms, quote, quote, you're experiencing. And then you can basically like go in and like be quote, quote, treated for whatever you want. And it's like, oh, no, I need three pro- uh, prostate exams a day. Oh, no, I'm having penitis. I have to get sounded or. you know, <laughs> I, I don't even know if those are real things. They yeah, sound real. I, I just I just made shit up off the top of my head of just like, you know, like things. It's just like, you know, you can like be as in character as you want. It's just like. Or you could, you could just go up to the people working just like, man, I just want you to fucking ravage my anus on a medical table. And they're just like, got it, buddy. And they just do it. Whereas like, like a little could go in or, or like I could go in and just be like, you know, and you book like, uh, I don't know, like a weekend. So like three days. Bryce's rectal exam with a vibrator. Jesus Christ. Whoa! Vibrators don't go there because they can and will slip up inside and you will have to wait for the battery to die or for you to poop it out. It's not. Don't put vibrators. How do you know that? Because you know that that is like 101 (laughs) vibrator. You don't put vibrators in your butthole. (laughs) I feel like there needs to be a children's song about that. <laughs> Anyways, you could like go and like you know how you can book a session with like a pro dom, like a like a pro caregiver for a weekend and it's like a full immersion like thing. That's what I'm thinking for this ward where it's like you can go in and you can check in. Like I would go and check in and say like, you know, I just really want to be like treated with like treat me with kid gloves. I want like a very like soft nurturing experience where it's just like, you know, you, you come in and check on me and like, it's like a full, like, you know, cause that's my experience being in and out of the hospital as a child when I was growing up of just like having that really just like soft, wonderful experience. I see you grimacing and laughing at the same time. Is it something in chat? It's something in chat. Joe Ray, I am a vibrator and I give lots of joy, but don't put me in your butt. And here's a song why. The context he was talking about, like an old school 
House rock song. So like I'm picturing it like in the voice of like the Bill on Capitol Hill. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm that, just that a vibe. Voice. Yes, I'm, I'm a only vibe. a vibe. And I'm <laughs> sitting here outside of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> obstruction junction oh, no. vibrate yeah. function <laughs> okay are are we are Fuck we approaching me. the record of most times that jazzy has broke yeah i've broken on this episode more than a lot of them juice if you don't <laughs> draw like the fucking like i'm just a bill guy but he's a vibrator i'm going to be so disappointed we need to see school get, get on it get on it five minutes five minutes you five <laughs> here he goes <laughs> insert go, quarter go, go, receive go. art <laughs> okay 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 Fuck me. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm sweating. But not with a vibrator in the butt. Not with a vibrator. Do not fuck me with a vibrator in the butt. <laughs> okay. So you go, you check in, and you and yes. I say, like, you know, ooh-woo, I'm experiencing this, that, and the other thing. Because a lot of my mm -hmm. experiences with the hospital were based on being, you know, having, you know, stay extended stays on the adolescent psych ward. And so I just want to say, like, I want to have like soft movie time and I want a juice box and I want to like be able to sit down and have like a nice conversation with my nurse. And, you know, I want to be able to carry my blankie around the ward quotation marks and like have that like wholesome experience. But someone else could go in and be like, you know, I want to be, I want my IV drip. I want blood draws. I want, xyz i want my vitals taken at regular intervals like people who you know are into like different aspects of med play and like you know faux castration or like faux amputation and, and like stuff like that like role-played scenarios mm -hmm. so i think Ooh. that a med play clinic would be wonderful and i would be the first one to sign up for that Okay. Okay. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Your turn. Even, even with my phobias, I definitely like like there there's value in that. And okay, since we're talking about like just like we're we're talking like pie in the sky, yeah. pie in the sky. You know, shoot awesome, for the stars. Awesome okay. Cool. Cool. All right. So, um, imagine this then. Uh, you go and you you book in. Uh, pay your money. You check in. And in the front room, there you go to work in an office mm -hmm. and you you sit and whatever. And there, there's probably like a boss, a boss checking in how you're doing, telling you to do mindless stuff until you wet your pants. OK. And uh, and then from there goes in all of the role play and stuff of like, you had an accident, you can't handle this. Maybe you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't be working here. Maybe there's a better place for you. And then they take you into the back, which is a giant nursery daycare preschool of you being demoted, of you being demoted and having your adulthood taken away from you. Mm -hmm. And, and then, and then babied. And then you can either, you know, like you said, there's negotiation uh, there, there's negotiation and what do you want? You know, you can either accept it and go have fun and like stress relief, or you can fight against it and like, you know, 
get put in timeout, mouse-soaked, banked, uh, put in the corner, have to write lines that, you know, you're a big, dumb baby. Um, because, like, a lot of the times when, uh, in thinking of stuff like that, you don't see very much, a lot of the times, you know, there's the there's the real awesome stuff of, like, you're already baby when you're safe in headspace. Make this as a way to, like, transition into headspace uh, in the sense of where, like, you're allowed to mess up something or screw up, screw up work or spill, spill coffee on yourself or, like, have the sense of fall and have the sense of it being taken away from you instead of you giving it up. I love that. Can I build on and, that? Please do. So office setting, right? Yeah. There's that angle where you can be. I could, I, I could also see, I could also see uh, you could pay for an experience where you go in as a teacher mm-hmm. where you're running, you're running the classroom of you're running this little daycare. Uh, and it's your first day on the job. And then shenanigans happen to where maybe you should be part of the class too. And like, even then that could be an extra thing. If you have the right people, like you could have like people who want to brat mm-hmm. uh, and like undermine your authority until you're brought down to their level. I love Sorry, that. that just, pop- that just popped into my head. What were you thinking? You're all good. I'm hearing a lot of demotion though, but what if yeah. in this office you go in, your boss comes in loosens his tie and he goes, how does someone want a promotion? And then you get to uh-huh, uh-huh. like suck his dick and then you get promoted sure. and then, you know, you can keep climbing that ladder if you want. And then you can, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, be, you know, the teacher in charge of like the littles or you can like, ha- oh, you're being promoted to director of this team. And it's other people who are at the facility mm-hmm. who are like engaging in the role play. And then it's just like, oh, all of you peons need to suck my penis. And, you know, there's a whole lot of potential of like going promoted and demoted. There's mm, it's like a whole you just described an entire facility of power exchange. And just like, yes, you can call it the power plant. You can call it the power plant. Here we go, baby. (laughs) I'm going to work at the power plant. You're going to work at the power plant. Yeah. There oh you my God. go. Oh, it writes itself. If, if only I had infinite money. If if if, if only a suspiciously wealthy furry would give us a grant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> that hit me right in the wordplay. Mission accomplished. There we fucking go. And here I thought the clever wordplay was only for you, my friends. <laughs> I have to think I'm pretty spry on my feet conversationally. Oh, extremely. Extremely. Also, Brya, I see that WCW is back. Mark. Mark. You're a Mark. (laughs) Mm. Oh, my God. I feel so fucking energized from the power pun pun not intended i just realized what i said no no it works too well it It works works too well too well baby it works too well let's start playing the lottery and like like pool our funds (laughs) here's a fun age play dynamic hey kid here's five bucks go get daddy a scratchy (laughs) (laughs) get some cigs and a scratchy for dad (laughs) dear old pop pop all right kid (laughs) just like oh my god oh my Oh, oh, a, a super, a super intense, a super intense 
daddy dom role play but instead of aftercare he goes to get a pack of cigarettes and you never <laughs> see him again <laughs> and it's like deadbeat dad role play <laughs> yes <laughs> there's probably a lot of people out there that would that could really be probably good trauma therapy maybe but oh my maybe, god maybe that maybe maybe mm. i'm not i'm not nearly competent enough to to put to suggest that for realsies that, yeah. that, that could be damaging yeah deadbeat daddy dom is not for me <laughs> so maybe for someone else it is I think I want to leave off tonight's show on the high that is Power Plant. Definitely. Back to Power Plant. We're going to edit everything after Power Plant out. Nah, it's staying. It's staying. Oh. Deadbeat Daddy Dom is staying it, in. It, it's staying in. It's staying in. Oh, my God. What a fun night. Going from uh, the usual bet right into this absolute banger of an episode. Woo! This was great. Person alias, who are you and yes, how can yes. people give money to you? Oh, hi there. I'm Person alias. I'm a writer. Uh, you can give money to me and read my stories uh, at patreon.com slash person alias. Where? Patreon.com slash person alias. Oh, my God. Check the show. <laughs> Check. Juice did it. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. my God. Okay. Look. I know it's my I know it's my first time. I know it's my first time and I don't have the right to ask this. But when you post this online, can that be the cover instead of your usual? <laughs> I, I'd have to fuck with the metadata, but I'll tell you what. When I like announce the episode on Twitter and Discord, I'm going to put this okay. image in the post. Okay, fair, fair. Okay, I'll fair text. Customized. I'll text in the style of like an old style uh, cartoon. Uh, there is a a vibrator with a face and legs and hands and everything leaning up on the stairs. And there's a femme presenting character uh, sitting uh, next to him, listening to what he has to say. And at the top of the stairs is a giant butt. Oh, my God. I didn't see the butt. Yeah, there's just a giant butt cresting over the horizon. <laughs> so, so it is. So it is a. It is a school rock. It is a schoolhouse rock uh, song about why you shouldn't put vibrators up your butt. Oh my fucking god! This is the funniest thing. <laughs> this is great, Juice. I love you. <laughs> All right, this is where we need to end it. Is there anything else? that you yeah. want to plug before we wrap up the show. Um, is that a hint? Did I forget something? Cause I don't think so. I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. Uh, that wasn't a hint. I was just curious. Um, you can plug okay. anything uh, you want. Uh, watch me jazzy and a bunch of other jokers, uh, play D and D. Woo. A, B and D full circle, full circle, A, B and D little seekers Academy, where we play this many edition. That's the best gag I think on the show so far. I'm going to I'm working on it. So right. I have been Jasmine Starshine. You can uh, visit me on Twitter, which is I'm taking a break from it. I deleted it from my phone, but I guess it's kind of sort of my primary social media. But right now it's discord because, you know, current events uh, at little jazzy baby. Uh, you can get in touch with me on discord. Uh, Jasmine Starshine number zero, 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 one. Uh, 
You can also check out our website, which I will talk about in a second, doing, you know, the bit I do every single episode. Uh, but definitely check out uh, the Patreon. I set up the uh, the goals on Patreon, like the creator goals. So as you hit certain milestones, like it unlocks different things. And each of those milestones, like, will directly increase, like, the the production value and, like, how good the show is. Uh, so right now, uh, we're trying to reach the $250 a month goal. And that will uh, basically I'll pivot a lot of my professional uh, attention and bandwidth towards Dear Jazzy and everything, which will literally can only make everything better for all of us. So just going to plug that. Uh, I wasn't sure if I had ever announced the community goals yet, but now I did. There we go. Uh I think that all there is left to say is Dear Jazzy is an At Odds with God.com production. Please visit us online at At Odds with God.com where you can visit my links, Fonny's links, and everything related to this show and soon to be others. Wink nudge. Uh, mm. I have been Jasmine Starshine. And I have been Person Alias. Substituting for Fonny. Substituting for Fonny. And we will see you next time. Uh, bye. Bye-bye. 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 Get off, get off oh, the plane. Oh, God, that was really so plane. sorry. Get off the plane. Get the fuck off the plane. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 80, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. Is it working? Is it working? Yeah. Oh. We can hear you. Uh, yeah, but now it's not letting me turn on the camera. Oh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, that's the blooper. That's this episode's blooper. <laughs> ah. Oh, just one. Oh, just one. man. <laughs>